0: What is up guys? Welcome back to the Fit Body Secrets podcast. I am Coach Cheryl and my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation and tips to help you guys on your fitness and nutrition journey. And today's episode is probably going to make people wonder like, "Cheryl, why are you already talking about the new year? It is literally December 4th." And I think that people think that that's going to be so far from now, but that day is going to sneak up on all of us faster than we think. And the reality is, is that most people approach the New Year's completely wrong. And it kind of comes from like a couple of different ways. It's, it's, there's the people out there that are like, oh, I don't do New Year's resolutions. They're worth nothing. I get nothing out of them, you know, and I, and I 100% agree that a lot of people, they start these resolutions and don't really know exactly what they're resolving And so that can be very ineffective for getting you guys to see results. Um, But then there's another school of people out there that are going to jump into the new year like, I am so motivated and ready. And this is usually coming from the place of the last four to six weeks have been spent being more indulgent, you know, doing all of these things that have been less focused on obviously making positive changes to our bodies from a health or aesthetic perspective and more so built around the enjoyment of life, which I'm going to be honest in some ways, in shapes and forms, is a form of, I want to say, improvement in your body. So in in meaning that mentally, giving yourself the holiday season an opportunity to relax and enjoy yourself a little bit without so much pressure can actually be very, very, very refreshing. So what I don't want people to do is go into the the New Year's resolution uh, mindset of they're like trying to correct and overcompensate from their lack of commitment to themselves over the holiday season. And this goes into why I'm talking about this today, because the way you approach the next four weeks really matters in what you're going to get out of that new year's resolution. And if you are right now feeling guilty about the way you're eating and the way you're moving and the changes that you're making over the holiday season and being a little bit more indulgent, I want you guys to remove that guilt and realize that all of our choices we make, whether it's to to have the food or not have the food, our choices we make for a reason and and the intent matters. And and for some people, like it is okay to just be able to enjoy those things. Other people might need to realize that those things are part of the full picture and, and that learning how to eat them in moderation is key, which is why knowing these things now is gonna help set you guys up for a very successful new year if you do this the right way. Now, here's the deal. I'm not for or against new year's resolutions. In fact, I don't even wanna think of this like the new year, uh, what I want to really think of it is like a change in season and a change in where we're at in our life. And, and for most people, like I mentioned throughout the holiday season, you know, unless you are a, a kind of like a fitness enthusiast, you know, full at heart, you might have more social things going on where maybe fat loss has taken a backseat burner. If you are in a fat loss journey, um, or you are putting the brakes on a little bit at the gym and taking a little bit more downtime. Maybe you haven't been working out on the weekends like you normally do because you've been spending more time with family. Uh, maybe things are just a little bit out of sorts at work. You know, it's the end of year for a lot of people, and there's a lot of busy season stuff that comes up in terms of books and things like that. That fitness and stuff like that tends to take a backseat burner. And that's okay. It's a season of life that we're in. Learning how to maintain through this season is really important with all of my clients and with all of you guys out there. It shouldn't be all of our habits go out the window. It should really be like I maintain the habit that are going to allow maintenance to happen. And I am maybe, you know, just fudging a little bit on the things that don't really matter right now to push me forward in life. It's it's the season of survival of our actual current state rather than actually making improvements on it. And, and like I said, for some people, nothing changes. It's business as usual. They're still plugging along at their goals. And if you're going to follow along with our Clydesdale media uh, tonight, our Scott Switzer and I are going live talking talk about his fitness journey, uh, you'll see that people are still out there doing things and that's okay which is why you should be plugging yourself into people that are like-minded, because I know that oftentimes that's usually the struggle that people have in the holiday season. Um, But this is really when the time matters to help set you up for success going into the new year. So before we go into the new year stuff, this is what I want to kind of have you guys first start and identify is, is where you're at right now in your fitness journey is, are you somebody that has a pretty healthy relationship with food? And what I mean by a healthy relationship with food, it means you can actually go out and enjoy yourself and you don't see that when you go out and enjoy yourself, that your weight continues to creep up every single week, um, that you can actually, you know, go out for a night and and be able to wake up the next morning and eat normally, um, that there's no good, that bad, bad foods. You understand how food plays a factor in your life and how sometimes it's for the nourishment of your body and soul or for your body. And then sometimes for the nourishment of your soul and that that should be something that we all have and everybody's going to have different core values for some people, um, you know, they don't have as much of that emotional or I want to call it that like so more dedicated, you know, fitness enthusiasts call it like the CrossFit Games athletes, the super high end athletes, those uh, physique competitors. They probably don't have as much of the flexibility in their life and they're OK with that. That actually gives them a feeling of, of structure and, and I guess a, a feeling of safety, whereas others want less of that and they want to be able to enjoy themselves a little bit more. You have to realize the most important thing when it comes to a healthy relationship with food is what's going on up here? Because this plays a huge factor. If the brain's not in line with things, it's probably not the right method. So that's going to help set you up for how you start your new year. Because what a lot of people are going to do going into the new year is they're going to tell themselves, all right, last raw is New Year's and I am on track going forward. I'm ready to start this new diet plan and in come the crash diets. And and I, I wrote down a couple of things that are common. Um, and one of them being probably in the last few years that has really jumped on as something that people are going to in the new year or periods of their life when things aren't going as well as they'd like them to in terms of their body composition. Um, so uh, 75 hard, it's the first one I'm going to talk about um, is that a lot of people are already starting to think a little bit about what they want to do in the new year. And they're like, I'm going to start the 75 hard in the year. Uh, and I'm going to be honest, I have not done the 75 hard, um, but I have experienced clients of mine doing the 75 hard and I have full respect for Andy Frisella. I think it is a very good way for people that have um, the the drive uh, to be more disciplined in their life um, that this can be a great thing to set themselves up for success in that. However, for a lot of people, the application is wrong. And the clients that I've experienced that have done it um, have done very well with it. However, post-challenge, they found a very hard time recovering from it, um, mostly because um, it is extremely fatiguing uh, from a mental and a physical perspective, uh, especially in that last like 15 to 20 days or so uh, when things are just kind of like, all right, I'm just pushing along for one more day, one more day, one more day. And this is where I'm going to start by just saying this, like, why? If you feel that ready to quit something, why do it? and this is where the application of 75 hard matters for people. If you are going to do something like the 75 hard, I wish, I guess I should tell you what the 75 hard is, um, understand the application of it and that it should be meant to be something that even when you're tired, it shouldn't be this like slug fast. If I can't wait to get to the end. Um, you should almost be annoyed that you feel that way and want to keep going with it. Um, and yes, there are things about it. I wouldn't recommend people doing long-term, but that's the point is that if it's, if it's something that you're that exhausted over, it's going to leave you having a really hard time recovering from it. And this has been my experience with the clients that I've seen do it. Um, and I bring this one up cause it's probably one of the more popular ones right now. Uh, and 75 hard, I don't hopefully I remember all these things off the top of my head is you take a photo of yourself every day, you drink a gallon of water, you get two workouts at a day, uh, 45 minutes. And one of them has to be outdoors. Um, you follow a diet plan and no cheat meals, no alcohol. Um, I think that's it. Oh, read 10 pages of a nonfiction book a day and it can't be audiobooks. So I see a lot of benefits in a lot of those things. However, like I said, it's a lot of work for a lot of people. They don't live in a climate where they can get to 45 minute workouts a day with one of them being outside. Um, and I get the mental toughness piece of this, um, but I think that there's also better methods. And I feel like for a lot of people, if you have to commit to a program like 75 hard in order to make nutritional changes, um, it might not be the right program for you. And, you know, there's other things that you might get more benefits out of. In fact, I think for a lot of people learning how to be more moderate might help them improve their holiday season and not feel like, you know, they're starting all over from scratch on new year's day. So, um, Other common things you're going to see in the new year are going to be a lot of, you know, supplement programs that are going to be pushing like these different types of detoxes and lose weight really quickly. And for a lot of people, they're speaking to your pain points because you've likely spent the last, I don't know, call it five to six weeks of just being able to eat whatever you wanted and not really stressing out about your body composition, probably avoiding the scale altogether because you know it's going up and you don't want to think about it until all of the season is over. Um, and that just puts people in this mindset of like this, like all in or all out. And they lose 10 pounds really quickly only to stall out and then to go back to their old habits. So um, other things you might find uh, are going to be common in the new year are, you know, different diet trends, you know, whether it's going on a paleo challenge, a whole 30 challenge, a keto diet, a carnivore diet. I actually need to record a podcast on how there's way too many diets out there um, with very little understanding of how to apply them appropriately, but I'll save that for another one um but just avoiding all of these like quick like metrics and that's why i'm planting the seed for you guys now and that's really what i wanted to title this episode is planting the seed for the new year this is not about you taking time right now to like i'm starting my new year's resolution now it's literally telling yourself i am planting the seed of like what's coming next and and that's so important for you guys to realize and what most people miss and why they never get where they want to get i'm all about taking imperfect messy action but if you're going into a, a phase of like, I really want to see changes, this is how you do it appropriately. And this can happen any time of year. It's just that the new year ends up being a really good time for people as they shift seasons. So those are the things to avoid, avoiding jumping on these like crazy diet trains and all those types of things. Um, now, as I mentioned seasons and, and periodization, as I, as I go into this new year re- resolution thing is it's not so much about It being a new year, as I already mentioned, it's it's closing out the holiday season where we have been more flexible and entering into a season where maybe we don't have as much going on socially and we are kind of back to our routine structure and we can actually spend some time without having so many distractions that are making us practice our willpower. And we can use that to our advantage. But this this time comes a couple of times a year. Uh, I actually think that January is a great time to start uh, getting into a more of a dialed in state in terms of nutrition and fitness um, from like January through like April or May. And then the summer season is where people have a little bit more flexibility for vacations. Uh, And then again, it should happen somewhere around like August, September, going into November. Those are like two prime spots. For those of you guys out there that want to make changes physically to your body, can really use those times because you don't have to worry so much about being in social environments and things like that. And yes, there is still going to be social stuff going on in those times. That's why there's never a perfect time, but you have more structure, more routine. The kids are in school, um, and it just kind of really aligns with our our whole lifestyle for a lot of people. So it is a great time of year to start that. Now. Here is why I'm talking about this now and not waiting until the new year is that most people are waiting until the new year to start figuring out what they're gonna do in the new year, okay? They are essentially like waiting until the last minute to figure out what they need to do and what they need to change. And this is why oftentimes they jump into something and they don't realize what the fuck they're jumping into. And then two weeks down the road, I think it's around January 17th is they call it like national quitters day. I don't remember the exact date, but it's the date that everybody pretty much abandoned ship on their new year's resolution. And so rather than, you know, setting yourself up for success by taking some time before that comes to give yourself a plan of execution They wait until the last minute and now they're like just trying to jump in on, on what their friend is doing. So you've got to stop thinking about what everybody else is doing and, and, and start thinking about things right now. And a couple of things that I wrote down for you guys that I want to go over, and this is the most important part of this is I already mentioned the first one, which is like understanding where are you at with your relationship with food? Are you right now in the season of, uh, what the fuck ever? I don't care. I'm eating whatever I want because January 1st, I'm starting over. Okay. That mindset is going to be one that takes a little bit of time to break because you've likely been living in that mindset for a very long time. And in order for you to break that cycle, you have to give yourself an opportunity to recognize those thought thoughts and shift them. And that's not an easy thing to do, especially if you don't have any awareness around them right now. You're operating the way that you've been trained to operate for years, and it's likely meant left you feeling like shit about yourself every single holiday season. And, and I can even go into today why weight gain, it doesn't happen in the holiday season. It comes post season. And that's why also this is so important. So I already mentioned the food relationship. We can fix that really easily. As long as you're committed. I I know that we have the tools for that. Um, and I can offer them to all of you guys at no charge here. They are. Okay. You have to recognize where you're at in terms of your diet history. Have you always been trying to lose weight? Ask yourself where you get your nutrition advice from are you always looking at social media and marketing tactics for weight loss? Are you looking at supplement companies or are you looking at actual research and science-backed data? That's why I believe in taking an evidence-based approach to nutrition. Because I want you guys to know that what I do, I am coming to you with research and evidence and science, not just, oh, well, so-and-so says that carbs are bad. And -and so-and-so says that I shouldn't eat vegetables, that I should only eat meat and all that drama. So we're not even going to go into that right now. So understanding your food relationship and, and how much you know about nutrition, where are you at on this journey? Okay. Now I'm going to go into the personal stuff is number one, where are you right now? Okay. So if you're listening to this episode, I think there's some people actually live right now and I'm not looking at my comments. It's going to distract me, but I'm going to look at them when I close up is, um, where are you right now? Okay. Okay. Like, where do you feel you need to make improvements? Why do you need to make those improvements? So if you're like waking up every morning and you're putting on your clothes and like, you're trying on five different pairs of pants and you're like, none of these look right on me. I hate the way these shirts fit me. Um, and you know that you want to lose weight and you keep putting it off and you keep trying things and never actually committing to things, asking yourself, where are you right now? Like, what is your actual goal? Is it weight loss? Maybe it's not weight loss. Maybe it's, um, maybe you do have athletic goals. You're trying to get ready for the CrossFit open. And you know that like dialing in your sleep, your nutrition and the other things outside of your training is what really needs to happen post holiday season, because you are going to be back to normalcy. Um, like, where are you right now? Now, where do you want to be? Okay. This is an important thing. And I just made an Instagram about this is like, people focus so much on, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. They don't focus on where they want to be. Okay. Okay. You don't want to always be losing weight. That's a that's an avenue to something. That is getting you somewhere. Okay, so in order for you to understand what you need to be doing in the new year, ask yourself where you want to be. Where do you want to be on June 1st? Not January 1st. How do you see yourself? And not just in how you look, but how you live your life. Like there's things you're doing right now that likely you know you should not be doing or you don't want to be doing. I shouldn't say should not. You don't want to be doing cause you feel like they are negatively impacting your health and your fitness and your goals for yourself. You want to be a more X, Y, Z person. What is it you want to achieve? Now, when you start this journey, those things are going to feel very difficult. There's going to be a lot of resistance because you're not used to having some discipline and some control. But if you think that doing extremes is what you have to do to get there, You are also likely sadly mistaken. This is also likely why you can only commit to those things for a short period of time before those habits sneak back in. So where do you want to be? You know, there was a point in my life where I ate whatever I wanted. I never didn't didn't work out, didn't care about working out. I stayed up until four or five o'clock in the morning. I didn't care. And I now I am in my bed by eight o'clock at night. I'm asleep by nine. I get up between five and six. I work out every single day except for Sundays um and you know i just i i enjoy the food that i eat i don't feel restricted um and i feel good about my life i have goals i'm working towards athletically um and these things fulfill me and that's my life it doesn't mean it has to be your life my life is going to be different than everybody else's some people just want to be able to you know enjoy some food but also still see a little bit of definition in their abs and they put their bathing suits on you know that's also very attainable in a very in a very moderate way you don't have to go to extremes for this extremes are really setting people up for failure. So where do you want to be? Okay. Next thing is what are the biggest limiting factors? Okay. So like for most people, they like to blame the food. I keep craving sugar. I can't get over, you know, my, uh, addiction to these foods, or I can't stop drinking alcohol. Um, you know, they focus on these limiting factors. I, I don't know how to X, Y, Z. They focus on These things, when in reality, the limiting factor is they aren't setting themselves up with the right plan to attack those things and that those things end up becoming the scapegoat. Okay. So it's not that you have to give up alcohol. You have to understand how to moderate alcohol. So what are your limiting factors? Is it that you are telling yourself you can't drink alcohol and then it makes you drink too much? Is it that you don't know how to incorporate alcohol in moderation? Um, You know, when it comes to craving sugar and things like that, well, do you, do you really know that you're getting enough calories. Maybe the issue is you're not getting enough food in and that's what's causing you to create the sugar. So sometimes the limiting factors might be education-based, not really understanding your body, your body's needs and understanding how to make your life a little bit more flexible to incorporate those things that you want. Other times limiting factors, people focus on, I got to dial in my nutrition. When in reality, the nutrition isn't the problem. It's why are they not dialing in their nutrition? Because they're working 12 hour days, running around, chasing kids. Um, getting maybe four to six hours of sleep a night on a good night, uh, then trying to fit in social stuff and never putting any emphasis on nutrition. And then they're like, I don't want to think about what I'm going to eat. Okay. Well, that's why you're in the situation that you're in. So you have to know what your limiting factors are. And that in the beginning, you are going to to spend some time dialing those things in. It is going to take some focus because you likely have been avoiding that for a long time, which is why you're in the situation that you're in right now. Okay. So we have to realize that if you're not working out regularly, by the way, you don't have to work out six days a week. You can work out three to five days a week, whatever works best for your schedule, but developing a consistent plan, which goes into the, where do you want to be in six months from now? All those things are meant to be so easy in six months. They should all be like second nature. You should be able to know what days you're working out. You should actually know how to eat socially and have it still fit into your nutrition plan. Uh, you shouldn't have to always rely on my fitness pal to do those things. You should actually be very intuitive with that stuff in six months from now. So, um, so what are your biggest limiting factors? Um, mindset, education, and just honestly, usually it's lack of actually planning. Like I mentioned, that busy day, you know, not really taking time to actually look at, okay, I actually need to make sure that I'm preparing food on Sundays because I have no time to think about what I'm eating all week. Or I just have to be more disciplined during the week of planning my foods if I don't want to do that. Um, all right. Next one I put is what have you already tried in the past? And when I say tried and I, and I mean this tried and actually committed to long enough. And if you haven't committed to anything long enough, okay, well then this could be part of the problem is I would go back and actually look at all of these metrics that you've tried and which ones seem to make the most sense for your lifestyle. Like, and and this goes back to like, if you've tried cutting out, uh, so going ketogenic, Um, and you found that like, you're good for like three or four weeks, but then you start having cravings and you can't seem to, every time you try it, same thing happens. Obviously tortilla chips are amazing. (laughs) Rice is amazing. Bread is amazing. Fruit is amazing. And living a keto lifestyle doesn't always fit those people's preferences, right? So you might want a different method there. So what have you already tried in the past, um, and finding a more balanced approach. And I'm going to go into my approach. I I talk about it a lot. There's plenty of episodes to talk about it. Um, and then why didn't it work for you? Because these things are going to help you guys understand that going into the new year, if you are trying something else and it's going to be the exact same thing, why try it? It's time to commit. So, um, here's where I want to kind of shift into a couple of things that are going to help you guys be more successful is all of these questions you're asking yourself right now, where am I right now? Where do I want to be? Okay. What are my biggest limiting factors? What have I tried in the past and why it didn't did not work? You should literally take time and write those things down. Or if you don't want to write them down, just think about them, but really think about those things first and foremost. Now, what you should be doing is thinking right now, we're we're planting the seed for the new year. Okay. Now we need to think about identifying a goal. And I don't like timelines. I like to have general timelines, like six to eight weeks or 12 to 16 weeks, or, you know. 24 months, 24 weeks, whatever it looks like. For most people, when it comes to fat loss, I like them to commit to about a six-month process minimum uh, before taking a break. And in that six months, there usually is a couple of breaks, just you know, with lifestyle or whatever. But that that should be a good timeline for you to, to knock a good chunk out if you're focused, and then take time to break and then hit it again hard. And that was also why I am offering for the rest of this year. Anybody that signs up for nutrition coaching. You guys get the rest of December for free. You get started right away because we want you guys to jump in and not jump in with the goal of fat loss right away, unless you're motivated for that, but to focus on taking the rest of the year to dial in the pre stuff. So that come January 1st, if you are waiting till then that you are like, we can drop into a fat loss phase. We can work on priming you right now to be very successful with that. And that's why we offered that. That was our quote unquote black Friday special. That's really the only thing that I wanted to offer you guys, which honestly is, is awesome because me and Katie are really looking forward to helping you guys out. Um, so, you got a near goal. You don't have to have a timeline, but you want to have an idea of how long you're committing to it. This way you can kind of figure it out. The roadmap. Okay. The roadmap is not built on a diet, a diet is a component of the roadmap. Um, the diet you follow should be one that's created, quote unquote, for you. So, the Cheryl diet, the Brandon diet, the Julie diet is one that you've built. And that means that it is built around, obviously, good quality food um, with the foods that you enjoy eating. And that you are co- you are controlling your calories and your macronutrients in a way that are going to allow you to get the results that you want aesthetically, athletically, or health-wise. And I know people like to think about, oh, do I really have to track macros? Well, there are actually ways to track macros without getting into a MyFitnessPal app. We can go over those ways, but a lot of people also don't like those ways because they're not as flexible. Um, so I think people, there's, there's always going to be some level of restriction when it comes to getting to a goal, because we have to be able to monitor things. Um, And that is the fast track. That honestly is what it is. That is the fast track to getting you guys results. So you got to have the roadmap Uh, and you have to understand the roadmap. You have to understand how to read it and navigate it, uh, which is where coaches come in, because we can now tell you guys when you've stalled out, why you might be stalling out and help you make those adjustments to things and get things moving again. And when you're lacking motivation, which is the next thing you've got your goal, you've got your roadmap. Number three, you've got your accountability. You've got some way of keeping yourself accountable to these things. How many times have you said, I've said to myself, I know what I got to do. I just got to do it. Right. That shit does not work for anybody. I don't care who you are. It just doesn't work. There are some people out there that are very disciplined, um, but for the most part, it's we need that accountability. So we want to make sure that we're hammering that accountability and that we have someone to check in with weekly, um, whether it's a friend, a workout partner, someone that's holding you accountable. If it's not a coach, and then lastly is a why. At the end of the day, like I already mentioned, is you've got to have a reason why all this matters. If it's just to lose weight, you're not gonna you're not gonna stick to it. And that was the main purpose of my Instagram reel today was like, you know, we can focus so much on fat loss, which I know we want to lose weight, we want to look better, we want to feel better. But if that's the only reason we're doing things when things aren't going our way, we easily abandon ship. So we want to make sure we have that plan. So I know I started talking off tangents today, guys, because I really want you guys to navigate this whole new season, I'm going to call it, not a new year, uh, a little bit differently. I want you guys to approach it with excitement of trying something new and and a new meaning that I don't want you guys to think about the fastest month of progress ever and an actual long-term sustainable plan. So drop the fads, drop all the bullshit and start to look at yourself, really look at yourself and look at the things about yourself that you need to change because that's where we want to be able to help you. Um, and if you guys are interested, we are going to be doing our second, um, AMRAP 30 macros challenge. And the reason I do this and I, and I'm sticking with the AMRAP 30 macros is that I find that when people take the 30 days of actually doing that, The amount of awareness you build around your habits is exactly what you need to be successful because most of the time, the people that struggle with tracking food in an app also struggle with eating randomly throughout the day, um, not planning their food ahead of time, eating out at restaurants too often, um, not prioritizing nutrition altogether. Uh, it 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 usually has less to do with the technology of the app and has everything to do with their habits. And by forcing people to do that one thing, hit your macros. I know that all of the other things will end up coming into fruition. So um, that is going to be starting the first week of January. I forget the actual date. I think it's like January 2nd or 3rd. Um, And we will be getting the stuff stuff for you guys all out there to sign up for that uh, coming up shortly. Um, And it's going to be fun. And then we're also going to be piloting a group program that's going to add on to the macro challenge so that those of you guys that want to stay with it, we will have that as well. But That's just my last little plug for coaching because I'm a full hearted believer in coaching. But uh, really, this is all about you guys setting yourself up for success for the new year. So if you guys do want help getting yourself set up for the new year, please let me know. I'm going to go ahead and shoot into the comments, which I don't often do, but I have 10 waiting for me and I'm looking at all of this. Oh man, Bruce Wayne, make appropriate changes. I love this. Why not start today? So Bruce is so awesomely accurate right now. Why not start today? Absolutely. And that's exactly why I put this out here, Bruce, is because we should be looking at the changes that we need to be making right now. And the biggest change that people can make right now is their relationship with food is realizing that you can enjoy, you know, a cookie for Christmas. It doesn't mean I have have 10 cookies. Um, you can enjoy, you know, having a couple of cocktails and it doesn't have to mean that you have to have, you know, the hangover food the next day. You can eat your regular breakfast. You know, there's so many things that we, we do, um, tried Thunder Bros for last December. Yeah, uh I don't know about shredding in the month of December. That doesn't sound really important, but that's awesome. Um <laughs> I'm loving all of these. Uh I also like rice, Bruce. I am looking for, you know what I got to ask you if you're still on here is I am looking for I want to make like a crunchy rice. Like that sounds dumb, right? I w- I was looking last night to make like a rice um like a rice is this weird that I want like a rice pancake, but like a crispy rice pancake? Like I want to like make overcooked rice and then like fry it in a pan and like eat it. Like that sounds really weird, but I'm actually going to try and experiment with that this week. I don't know what, I don't know what they call it. I know there's got to be a name for like some kind of a crunchy fried rice thing. And that's why I'm asking you, Bruce, because you probably know. I don't even know Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, if you're Hispanic, is that your real name? I don't think so. Um, being in our late thirties worked out well. I'd like to turn back the clock 10 years dude, I totally relate to this, but I'm also mid thirties. And I'm honestly going to tell you this, I am embracing it for the first time. Um, in the last six months, I've really started to embrace my age. And, uh, I think for the last three or four years, I've kind of been fighting the fact that I'm in my thirties and I'm like, but Cheryl, you're 37 now <laughs> you got to kind of realize that you're not going to embrace your thirties until you're in your forties at this point. So, but, um, anyways, so a couple of last minute questions I just had uh, popping up. Thanks you guys, for watching. Um, If you guys have um, any questions about setting yourself up for success in the new year, um, or any questions about nutrition and training programs, uh, please feel free to shoot me a message. I would love to hear from you guys to help you guys rock it this year. Uh, And like I said, stay tuned for my AMRAP 30 Macros Challenge and uh, the new group program. Talk to you all later.